Hello and welcome into the What's Up Peoria podcast. I am your host, Nathaniel Washburn, back with another episode for you so you know what's going on in our wonderful city. As always, I am coming to you from Amplify Studio right here in our main library in lovely Old Town Peoria. I am excited to talk about all the things that are coming up here in October. October is a busy, busy month, tons of things going on, but I want to start by introducing our guests. We have two guests in studio. Our first guest is an executive chef who uh, has an extensive background in food, culinary arts, all things wonderful as far as food goes. And I want to introduce Larry Canepa. Larry, how are you doing this morning? I'm just great. Thank you for having me. This is a really great opportunity to talk about spices and the Peoria libraries. Awesome. Thank you, Larry. I appreciate that. (laughs) Also in studio, I have Kathleen Wade, who is our library systems administrator. She is my my right hand, if you will, uh, here at the library. And I'm excited. This is her first time on the podcast, correct? Yes. You know... Sometimes you have to wait your turn. You wait your turn. Yeah, but, but I'm excited to have you on. How are you doing this morning? Very well. Thank awesome. You. Thank you, Kathleen. Thanks for uh, for joining us to talk about spices and whatnot. Yay. So we're going to come back to Larry and Kathleen in just a second. Uh, but I do want to start out with what we always do, and that is talking about some of the events happening right here in our wonderful city. I want to remind all of you that we do have an uh, email that you can email the show to. It's what's up, Peoria, all one word at peoriaaz.gov. So that's what's up, Peoria, at peoriaaz.gov. And thank you to all of our loyal listeners who continue to download and follow us. Um, You can pick this up on Spotify, Amazon. You can go to our library website. It'll be right on the homepage. You can listen to it right there. And you're going to want to go back and listen to some of the uh, previous guests that we've had. Uh, We always have amazing guests on, and today is no exception. So with that... Some of our upcoming events that are going to be happening uh, this weekend, we have the Fall Fest that's happening right here at our library, and that is October 14th from 10 to 1 at Peoria Main Library. Uh, Make sure you come out. There's going to be free pumpkin giveaway, food trucks. There's going to be uh, themed carnival games for the kids. It's going to be a blast. Make sure you make it out to the main library right here in the, the downtown campus, October 14th from 10 to 1. Also that same evening, we have second Saturdays starting up. October 14th is the first one. That goes from 5 to 9, and that is right down in Old Town Peoria. Great time, lots of fun, food, uh, arts. Uh, it, it's a great time for everybody. So come on out to uh, second Saturdays, October 14th. Uh, also happening, uh, and we had uh, a guest on last year to talk about uh, the Peoria Film Fest. We were not able to get Mr. Carney back for this year, unfortunately, but the Peoria Film Fest happens uh, October 19th through the 22nd, and it is at Arrowhead Harkins, and they show a ton of movies, and it's $40 for a full festival pass, and just some of the movies, that, to, to, to give you an idea, uh, Gold Run is uh, on the, uh, the the 20th. They're showing Tin Cup, one of my favorite golf movies. Love that movie. Breaking Orbit, Party Favor, Pow Wow, The Funky Latina. I mean, that's just some of the, the, the movies that they're going to be uh, showing. Uh, a kid movie, Sparkle, A Unicorn Tale. I mean, 
I could go on and on. I don't have that much time, so I, I can't really do that. <laughs> but I'm telling you, the Peoria Film Fest is the place to be, and that is October 19th through the 22nd at Arrowhead Harkins. $40 gets you the whole weekend. So make sure you take advantage of that as well. Finally, wrapping up October, and we are halfway through October. I can't even believe that. But October 28th, we have the um, Monster Bash happening at Peoria Sports Complex. That is from 5 to 9, and that's always a good time for the kids. Uh, and you can come out to Peoria Sports Complex, hang out, see all the wonderful costumes that are going to be out there. Uh, and that is a great way to, to kick off Halloween, if you will, um, which which obviously Halloween being the next week. So it's a great way to, to get into the season and, and have fun with all the costumes. So October 28th from 5 to 9, Peoria Sports Complex, the annual Monster Bash happening. So big deep breath, Nathaniel, on that. There's a lot of information there. <laughs> um, so we are going to shift to the interview portion here. Come back to uh, Larry and Kathleen to talk about the Spice Grant and other wonderful food things. And Larry, I got to tell you, you're, you're close to my heart. I'm, I'm a foodie. Um, don't know how to cook very well, but love cooking or at least trying to cook. Um, but before we jump into all that, Larry, I kind of want to start with you and tell us a little bit about you and your journey and you know you, how, how you ended up here, so to speak. Well, you're right. It has been a journey very much like the age of exploration and the mm -hmm. globalization of spices. <laughs> this, year, this year, I celebrate 52 years in the hospitality industry. Wow. And well, I've congratulations. Been, thank you on that. <laughs> I've been teaching 53. for 20 years at Le Cordon Bleu. I also teach kids classes and adult classes. And my journey was really interesting. And I'm unusual in the world of cooking and cuisine in that I spent a lot of time in the front of the house where all the fun happens and the tuxedos and <laughs> the flambe. And eventually I was so fascinated with the food and what was going out that I decided to pursue a little bit more interest in the back of the house and how things are created. And I was always struck by the continuity and this amazing uh, uh, intersection between food and how does it look at the final presentation. Uh -huh. So I'm a, I'm a, at my heart, I'm a sensory chef. And what I mean by that is in order for a meal to be really great, it needs to hit at least three, hopefully five, hopefully uh, all of our senses. I want it to smell good. I want it to taste good. I want it to look good. I actually want it to even sound good. And <laughs> there with, is a sound, right? I mean, there is a sound to food. That's, that's, I laugh, but there's a sound to it. You're absolutely right. I mean, think about the sound of uh, French fries. Right. Or bacon or, or popcorn. Right? Yeah. Very, very tactile. And I use that approach a lot because everyone has these amazing superpowers and no one can tell you what is good, what is bad. It's your palate. It's your senses. And you should be able to stimulate them. And spices are a great way to do that. That is phenomenal. You have quite a an extensive background, and I think Larry is being extraordinarily modest because I'm looking at your resume, and it's absolutely ridiculous. Kathleen, I do want to come back to you, though, because this is your first time on the podcast. Tell us a little bit about you and how, how you ended up here in, in Peoria Libraries. I know you, you came from California years ago, but mm -hmm. how did you end up over here? What's your journey? Um, It's been a, an interesting one. Um, I'm gaining experience every time I move <laughs> every time I change addresses. Um, but I've been in, in libraries all my life. Um, didn't realize the, the thread of uh, commonality until I realized that there was actually a school uh, <laughs> you know, that, um, that actually teaches you to be a professional librarian. Um, I learned that from a, a woman that I volunteered for 
in Los Angeles for the American Film Institute Research Library. And I thought me with big britches and a BA in history would be able to just be, turn around and be a librarian, no problem. She said, uh-uh-uh. Um, and then she told me all about it. And I, I, I was thrilled to pieces, and I literally changed the course of my life based on her information. And um, got my degree in California, uh, a lot of my professional experience there. Uh, moved here to be closer to my mom as she was aging. Um, she lived in Tucson, and my brother came over from San Diego. So we, we kind of descended on my mom a little bit to sort of be her, her support group and um, found that there were some cool libraries here that, that could use my experience. And um, Peoria has been the place for the last <laughs> five years, and I've been enjoying it very much. And a lot of it has to do with the leadership um, and talking about you know being, being um, humble. Um, Nathaniel's been the best boss. Um, <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> and I'm not saying that because I'm on the podcast. Um, no, it's nobody it's, believes that. By the way, <laughs> nobody believes that. <laughs> well, they should. Um, it, it's been um, a really cool journey by having someone who gets libraries as the director and as the manager. Because if you have one of those higher positions that doesn't get it then it's, it's a constant struggle. And this has been the best ride in the last five and a half years for me personally, because you say yes all the time. <laughs> I try to. And, and when you came to me with the Spice Grant, you know, you were talking about this. And I was, I was like, you know, I, I, in my mind, it's not clicking. Like, okay, how do we do that? Because we have a seed library. And I thought mm -hmm. this is going to be pretty cool. Mm -hmm. um, but you write the Spice Grant. It, we get it. And that's phenomenal. So congratulations to you. <laughs> but how, what? tell us a little bit about that grant. Well, there's there seems to be a disconnect. I know it is for me personally. And it is for some others on our staff as we were talking about it. That there are things out there that are spices that people don't know how to use. And they don't know... Um, and they don't know how they, what they taste like. They don't know what sort of impact they'll make on the dish. And we have herbs um, in our spice, in our seed library, and we want to be able to, to sell them um, a little more so that people can grow their own herbs and, and, you know, pick up the spices that they've never used before based on the information that Chef Larry's going to help us with. And... It is really, tr really trying to fill in that niche mm -hmm. of, of information. And that's what we do at libraries is we literally, um, you know, we find the puzzle that the puzzle piece goes to. I mean, you're the puzzle piece that walks in the door. We'll find you your, your home puzzle. And our home puzzle is we don't know what we're doing with some of the spices. <laughs> and we need, we need Larry to come in. And on that note, so there won't be spices available to people, correct? Um, I don't know yet. We we're, don't know yet. Yeah, but we're we're hoping that there will be. What we do know, though, is Larry is going to take us on the spice journey. Yes. And, and so, Larry, how you know? Let's dive in a little bit to spices. You know, let's talk a little bit about spices. You obviously, before we 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 went on the podcast, you were kind of talking about these deep dives you're doing into this. Now, are spices newer for you? Is this something that you've always kind of had a passion around, uh, or is 
like, hey, this opportunity to do this spice thing came along. I'm going to jump into it. I think like so many people that uh, grew up in their mother or grandmother's kitchen, there was always their favorite spices, and we have those as well. And to borrow the quote, variety is the spice of life, and I think that spice is the variety of life. (laughs) And we have our favorites that we go to all the time. And I want to explore that opportunity to look at different spices to create these international and these global flavors. Global cuisine has really taken off in some respects. Spice age exploration was the beginning of globalization. Oh, okay. And as the spices moved out of their native areas and they were transported, they became wildly valuable. And many of the spices that we see in our cupboard we don't take advantage of them. <laughs> yeah. We want to grab the salt or the pepper or something right. artificial. You just explained me in a heartbeat. Like <laughs> garlic salt is my go-to, which is probably not great. Correct. Correct. You've got <laughs> garlic and you've got salt. As a matter of fact, we're going to do a follow-up class on salt, and it's hard to talk about spices without talking about salt. Sure. So we've got this amazing five-part series over the next couple of months, and we'll look at the history, the origin, the mythology, the mysticism, and then really get into the real practical use of spices. That's a Amazing. And um, it's been referred to, and I've heard Kathleen say this a number of times when we talk about you and what you you bring when you teach, but you've kind of defined yourself as infotainment. Am I getting that right? Yes. Infotainment? It's uh, it's foodtainment. And my love, (laughs) I've taken my love of education and my love of cuisine and found a way to put them together that I hope reaches people in a way that they don't feel that food is a mystery or preparing food shouldn't be a mystery. I want to demystify that. And spices is one of the easiest, at least expensive, convenient ways to do that. And it's an exploration that started with a one-part series and now has turned into this explosive five-part series where we're going to look at international cuisines. We're definitely going to bring in herbs, how to use them in salads, how to use them in main dishes, even how to use them in desserts. Oh, in dessert. Now, see, now that's that's piquing the interest right there because that's one of those areas, kind of going back to what you were talking about with the, the senses, right? You wouldn't think that a spice or an herb would work in a dessert, but it it can. Absolutely. We're going to break out the really, really good stuff. I have a new program that I'm putting together. It's my 65th independent foodtainment presentation. (laughs) And this one is a kind of a passion project. It's called Chef's Odyssey. And I'm going to be sharing it for the first time with the Peoria Library. And it is all of the luxurious spices and ingredients that we all long for, that we all want to use, including saffron and cardamom and uh, really interesting spices. And we're going to expose everybody to those at one of our series. So that is unbelievable and exciting. And you're going to want to be at these classes. I mean, this is great stuff. So I have a question to ask you then. So as you're learning and developing these tastes, do you kind of just... When you're at your house, you're like, all right, I'm going to try this. How does that work as a chef? And, and you're an executive chef, uh, season, no, no pun intended, a seasoned exec- executive chef. Do you spend time just working with different things and, and working it to taste? How does that work? How do you come up with these creations? You're right. And, and that goes back to what I said. The fundamental aspect is about trusting your senses. If you smell it, if you look at it, I'm going to be bringing uh, all of my chest of spices and we're going to pass them around. I saw you brought something with you today. I wish we had video today because <laughs> you, you brought some spices that are sitting out so you obviously have your 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 
magic chest of stuff. That's exactly right. <laughs> and that's the way I look at it. And when I do these in person, I get an opportunity to do a little aromatherapy and get people in the mood wow. for it. But as far as my, my cooking, uh, people will say, oh, this dish is great. What's in it? It's like, well, where were you 15 minutes ago when I was putting a little <laughs> bit of this, a little you. bit of that? But there are some magnificent blends, and we're going to have an opportunity for the participants uh, in the series to actually put together their own blends oh. based upon things that they like, and then they'll get a chance to take those home. And I got to tell you, I love that because I think what I'm hearing from you is that y you aren't it doesn't have to be your way. It doesn't have to be Larry's way. Larry's going to give you the the, the groundwork and mm -hmm. the tools, but yeah. it, it, as you explained it, it's your palate. Yes. And I, I love that. Everyone has their own individual taste, and that may come from religious, traditional, social, sometimes even geopolitical. We have to remember that spices were more valuable than gold at a certain point. Yeah. And the way that we covet them and treasure them nowadays, they're readily available. They're just uh, accessible to anyone. And keeping them close and ready to use is the most important thing. Don't hide them in the pantry. Leave, <laughs> leave them out there and enjoy them. So Larry is telling all of you to keep those spice racks in, in, at arm's length because you never know when you're going to need and and try something new. It sounds like that's really kind of what you're into as well. Try something new. That's exactly it. I mean, I'm a certified culinary educator, which just means I spend a lot more time in the classroom. <laughs> and I want people to understand what they're uh, enjoying. It is an extraordinary opportunity. We're consuming too much salt, and that really... This this spice presentation came out a lot of that, that we've got to reduce our salt, and finding herbs and spices is a great way to um, get off of that salt train. I think that is... Um I'm so happy you said that. And I know I'm guilty of it, right? It's like you said, salt is the go-to. It's an easy, quick thing. But you're right. It, there is a health aspect that's involved here as well. And I know um, some there are spices and a lot of those that believe that spices and the herbs and things have a power, to a, a health power to your body, a, yes. a healing power, a, you know, anti-inflammatory power, whatever you want to say. There's a lot of belief out there in that. And that goes back at least 2,000 years. The uh, father of modern medicine, Hippocrates, he's very famous in our world for saying food is medicine and medicine is food. And we're coming back to rediscovering that. The problem is we're eating too many of the wrong foods and we're using too many uh, processed items in our diet. Mm -hmm. And spices are just such a great way to really take you all over the globe and really uh, for healthy and nutritional aspects, they're wonderful. This is uh, fantastic, and and the reason I really love this is that it, there's a there's obviously the health aspect, but you just said something that really kind of just you're taking people all over the world. You're taking yes. people on a journey around the world to understand that there are so many different spices that come from all corners of our globe. Yes, we're we're, we're in such a difficult time geopolitically and <laughs> socially yes. and religiously that spices have been used in all of the religious traditions, the ethnic traditions. Many of us uh, associate certain spices with cuisines, paprika or oregano or basil. And our globalized world now invites us to use those and recreate those dishes. And food is such a great connector. This is the way to diffuse a lot of problems in the world from right. my perspective. And you, that's what's great about it. You nailed it. It's, it's one of those things where, you know, everybody loves a good dish and you can you can diffuse quite a bit when you put food around the table that people can enjoy because then the focus becomes the food right instead of 
some of the things you were talking about. Yeah. Everything about what we do. We all eat around <laughs> right. the world, sometimes two, three, even four times a day. And it, it should be a pleasurable experience. And when we tap into our senses, we're going to see some extraordinary ways that we can enhance our lives, enhance our families, dining, and our nutrition at the same time. So it's going to be a fantastic series. I'm yeah. so excited about that. And and uh, Kathleen, tell us a little bit about the series. Uh, do you know, uh, do you have the times, the, the, the when that will be, or where people can find that information? Yes, it's. I'm, I think it's already on our webpage. Um, it's going to be held on Saturdays from 1 to 3. The first one will be October 21st, right in between all the other stuff going on in Peoria. And it'll be held um, at the main library. And um, Larry was so kind to actually pull in the the different kinds of titles here. But um, we're hoping for this month, um, December, I think. Uh, We're going to be dark in November and January, but then February, March, and April. And look for them about the the middle of the month. Okay. Um, but they're already on the libraries. They're on the website. So, but yeah. first one we know for sure is the twenty first. So we're kicking off twenty first. Uh, that o'clock. is Saturday, one o'clock, right here at our main library. And what is the first one, Larry? What are we looking at for that very first class? Our first class is going to be a discussion of the age of exploration, and this is really the beginning of what I talk about with globalization. This search for spices was driven by God and gold and glory, but spices were a big part of that. So we're going to lay down some of the history, and then we'll get into the regionality of it in February. We're going to come back, and we're going to do spices as an aphrodisiac. It's a nice. s- yeah. sassy well. sort of presentation to get yeah. you in the mood for Valentine's Day. And then as we round the corner to the spring, we're going to bring out a lot of our springtime herbs and lettuces and making vinaigrettes using those. And then we'll follow up with that really fun class on uh, these gourmet items in the chef's odyssey. Yeah. Larry, you're amazing. <laughs> I, it's absolutely amazing. And um, we're so excited to have you as, as part of this. But there are other things. I know you also work closely with um, Ollie with ASU and doing classes there. Um, and so are you going to be teaching any of those classes in the upcoming uh, months and semesters? I has reached out to the Ollie program, which is an adult lifelong learning program, and we've had lots of great partnerships between the Peoria libraries and this ongoing program throughout the country. I now am fortunate enough, uh, because of Zoom, to be able to teach from Alaska to Rhode Island wow. and from oh. Montana to South Florida. But Arizona is my home. Uh, I live here in Peoria, and that's what's really going to be great about this. So I have all these classes of various different topics, always related to food. Food is always the core for me. Sure, it's the alpha sure. and the omega. So you can definitely check out Larry uh, on uh, with Ollie as well, um, and there's going to be a ton of information there. You can check out their website to find out where when Larry's teaching. But obviously, here at the library, we have this five uh, this five um, class set, mm-hmm. which yeah. are free, a one hundred percent free um, that Chef Larry is doing for us. And and again, you are hearing what Larry's going to bring to the table and how he approaches his his teaching. It's not just about hey this goes in here and then you cook it and does he is giving you a history he is giving you uh 
a knowledge around the food that he's using. And I'm assuming you take that tactic with every class you teach. I do. For me, education is really the driving force. And it's so great to work with people in the libraries because they're lifelong learners. They're readers. They're just hungry for information. And we're going to take that hunger and spice it up with this new (laughs) program at Peoria. So we're going to have a great time with it. I am looking forward to meeting everybody, sharing these incredible spices, and really discovering the amazing world of spices. And we're going to include herbs in that as well. So uh, we're going to cover all of it and finding new ways for everyone to globalize their cuisine. Fantastic. And uh, is there a registration for this uh, class? Yes, there's online registration. And we're going to encourage everybody to go to every single one because we have some um, prizes at the end. (laughs) Um, But we can also um, give some away each time because we may just put a special little card underneath a chair and so you're going to want to make sure you're looking out for that but they can go on the library our library website yes and and, sign up and register for these classes and space is limited yes so you're going to want to register early um especially if you want to get to all of these because they all are and everyone is different everyone is themed and you kind of heard what larry was saying about you know having the valentine's one and bringing in some of the spring stuff so these are themed Uh, classes that you're going to want to sign up early for because again you are getting access to a world-class chef with a world-class personality by the way (laughs) um, who's going to just bring you in and 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 have fun with what's going on Um, Larry uh, is there any other areas I know you obviously are big into educating but uh, is there anywhere anybody can can eat your food is it is it is, do you cook uh, outside of, of educating sure in all those years I uh, eventually spun off into a, a small catering company called dinner at eight and I do a lot of private parties we do a lot of these events in homes uh, these are type of events if you're looking for a party you want to get the girls together over cocktails or tapas we can do this and I work with a lot of kids programs and adults so the, I'm always interested in bringing that education as well as some food to any program that I do. So there you go. So if you're, if you want to just taste some of Larry's food, uh, what is the, uh, do you have a website where people can go to? They can reach me at dinner at eight, uh, on Facebook, facebook.com slash dinner eight. And, uh, you're going to see me at these presentations. I am more than happy to spend extra time with you. I think that you'll find my approach to food is the same way that I approach education. And when those two meet it, uh, really beautiful things happen. And it sounds like, uh, you know, again, from the aspect of the way you approach just life is that you're getting the fullest of it and you're getting, you're taking every moment for what it is and you're bringing that to life inside the classroom. I do. And COVID was a really interesting experience. A lot of people shut down and restaurants really got devastated with that. And surprisingly, it was a very creative time for me. I really did a lot of introspection and wrote about 30 new classes over that period. So a lot of inspiration comes from the people that we meet and what are they interested in and what do I want to share with them? And 20 years ago, I would have said everything new had been explored in food, but that is not the case. We're finding all kinds of new areas and new interest, and I hope that everyone will enjoy the series. I know they will. I'm looking forward to it. I know Kathleen is looking forward to it. We are honored to have you as a part of our team, uh, and uh, it, thank you for coming in today and kind of chatting about this, because this is one of those areas where um, in our arts, culture, and library services department, we are really looking to expand culinary 
arts and people don't think of of culinary food as an art but it is and you are making that a reality and so i can't thank you enough for all that you do love that you live in our city um if you want to taste larry's food if you want to see larry in action sign up for these classes go to dinner at eight uh, on facebook make sure you check him out because he has so much to offer and let me tell you just from a personality standpoint, Larry, you're a joy to talk to. I, I love it. Thanks a lot. This was really great. I appreciate you inviting me, and I'm looking forward to this really exciting series. Absolutely, yeah. and I think we're going to get you back on. I think we got to bring you on <laughs> exactly. as, as we roll into uh, the, the you know February in, in those spring classes. I want to have you back on. Uh, as a matter of fact, you can just be my co-host because you're just fantastic. <laughs> you got that kind of a personality. So um, just great to have you on, Larry. Thank you so much. My pleasure. Thank you. All right, Kathleen, thank you very much for coming on. Any uh, last words for our our audience? Well, I just want to do a shout out to the Arizona State Library for providing the grant for us. Um, They get monies from the Institute of Museum and Library Services in Washington, D.C., and these are Library Service and Technology Act grants. And some of these things would not go off without their support. And I really, really appreciate the fact that our state library is so interested in helping public libraries, and this is a perfect way to do it. And they are invested, and every year we are able to uh, get these type of grants that allow us to offer free and I will say that again, free programming to our city, to our citizens, and to people that want to be a part of what we do. So I, I thank you for, for saying that. And a big shout out to Jamie Ball and all yes. of her staff who do work so hard to make sure that these these grants uh, are, are given out and that they are are, are, are available. Yes. Um, and uh, to Holly as well, yes. who makes this all possible. Um, thank you so much to to the state. I appreciate you bringing that up, Kathleen. And, and a great way to, to end the podcast with a big thank you to them again my thanks to, to larry and kathleen for being on the show make sure that you get onto the website sign up for these classes the first one kicks off on the 21st of october it is a saturday it's a week from this weekend and it goes from one to three you're going to want to be a part of it these are amazing free classes from a world-class chef who is going to not only teach you but you are going to have fun i guarantee you you're going to have a good time with chef larry so absolutely with that i want to say thanks to everybody who continues to tune in on the podcast, download and be a part of what we do. Uh, our upcoming podcast episodes uh, next week, I'm going to have uh, CB Wilson is coming back to talk about her newest book. And uh, it, she's the cozy mystery writer. And uh, she has a holiday classic coming out. I'm so excited to talk with her. So continue to tune in, make sure that you're uh, uh, clicking that follow button and downloading so you can hear wonderful guests like Larry every single week. So until next time, this is What's Up Peoria. Herbs and spices, spices and herbs.